Return. Welcome to the Mediocre Athletes Club. Episode number five. What a day. Why does it always start like Yeah. Because I make it start like that every time. Every time. Without a fail. So we're just gonna start quick. Well, maybe not that like quick. Okay. Challenge of the week. Challenge what of the week. last week. Mine was to figure out what my one mile time is because I'm trying to get a six minute mile and I have no idea if my time is 10 minutes or whatever right now. <clears throat> so I finally figured out my one mile. And listen, <laughs> it was on a treadmill, so I don't know if that's cheating or not, but it was um, 7.06. Nice job. So, so close. I have a minute and six seconds to drop. <clears throat> nice. Did you just keep going up, or were you? Yeah, like, I I think that's the hard part about the treadmill is I had no idea. You can't just go at a pace that feels good. You just are staring yeah, at the you're machine the whole time. Duck it, whatever. So you don't want to. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, I feel like I could have gotten better, but that's what it was because I procrastinated until this morning, <laughs> so I didn't have time to retry. <clears throat> but yeah, Good. I'm happy. It wasn't. Uh, I'm happy it wasn't 11 minutes. Good. I'm proud of you. Thanks so much. How <laughs> was yours? I 100% failed. Mine was to stretch more. Didn't do it. So that's how stretching goes in my life. But that's okay. We'll get. We'll get there eventually. So that's just we the will. honest truth. That's it's one of the hardest ones because it's really really boring. It's boring, and I also really didn't do a whole lot. I mean, I I guess I climbed, and that's when I need the stretching is mm -hmm. uphill. So yeah, it was a fail, but that's okay. That's it's still a good shot. Yeah, it's still a good week. Got some some movement in. Overall, not bad. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was, I forgot I had a two part challenge. My other one is to not say, yeah. Oh, well. Everything <laughs> you say, I fail already. It's okay. Here we are. We'll make it work. I, yeah. I'm gonna do <laughs> Roll it. We're rolling. It's another tough Sunday. Sundays are really hard for us. We're gonna try to not do it Sunday next week. Especially when you spend Saturday freezing. Yes. All morning. Because the weather's. It's great. It's been down like, low right now. Yeah. Yeah, it depends. There's. Some people are getting some decently cold weather, but it's just staying cold here. It's been. Like, mornings have been single digits, and then it slightly warms up, but there's a t tad of a breeze, which makes it very cold. Obviously. It's had of a breeze until you get up to about 2,000 feet. Yeah. And it's not a tad anymore. It's the opposite of a tad. It's the opposite of a tad. <laughs> it's brutal. Brutal. So, so we went up um, a mountain called Lazy Mountain here. And there's a... Which... What year uh, race was this? Sixth what? annual. The sixth, sixth year they've done this race. Which is typically um, in March, the end of March. Mm -hmm. And it's 
I'll have to ask you about that because March is typically, you don't know if you're going to get like super sloppy weather, like things are melting off and you're post-cooling or, or if it's going to be like really good packed conditions. And this year it was a little bit different, not as much snow, but the snow basically, we had a little layer that was basically basically turned to ice and then another layer and it was so cold that it just is like that sugary snow so that's different the trail was really it was the perfect soft pack snow though yeah it wasn't until you got to the wind yeah and then it just got annoying because you i felt like you were just like slipping and there was not like (laughs) slipping it wasn't that bad but yeah just different my gosh twice in a row (laughs) I agree. You are correct. (laughs) Um, The snow just blew in the tracks instantly, so you're just Mm -hmm. walking up sugar. Yeah. Towards the top, but yeah, it was a basically a mountain race that typically happens in March. This year, it was postponed and turned virtual, kind of. There was an two-hour starting window. It wasn't timed. But everyone got out there at the same day. If you want to get your swag, yeah, your shirt and your cup, (laughs) just go do it and then hang out by the fire and drink beer afterwards, which was really fun. Beautiful day. Disclaimer, I never do this race, so. I've actually only gotten to do the race race once. Okay. It always falls over the same weekend where there's a hockey tournament in Palmer, so it's really hard to do both. Um, so this was only my second time racing, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the weather was phenomenal. Bottom half when we went up, it was bluebird. single digits, but bluebird. Yeah, so and once you move in single digits, it's quite nice like once you get moving it's fine um and it's nice to get out in that weather because you step outside and you're like oh god why are we doing this and then you start moving you're like yes it's not so bad i got out and then you feel so good after because you're like i would have just sat on the couch because it's freezing out but i actually did something it feels really good it's it's a roller coaster though Mm -hmm. yeah the first half was nice and warm and I dressed as I have been with uh waterproof shells and then kind of fleece line leggings really warm ones and then a base layer top and waterproof or windproof jacket buff hat and the Gore-Tex shoes which did great for me up in the wind I didn't get it I think is bad Uh My feet were actually fine. I just, yeah, my feet were fine. I mean, they were cold, but it was cold out. Yeah. So it wasn't like wet. They weren't wet or. I think that's kind of the blessing of it being so cold is your shoes don't really get that wet. They don't get wet unless you're like sweating (laughs) and then it freezes. But yeah, not too bad. Yeah. The, and the sugary snow doesn't really go anywhere either. Yeah. It doesn't go into your shoe and then melt like some of the uh, water snow does. So, because I really still haven't gotten to test the shoes out in the perfect storm scenario. Yeah. But I mean, my feet 
would have been frozen if I was wearing what I typically wear, mm. which is a pretty much a see-through shoe in the wintertime. So I was pretty happy about that. Right. And then the downhill was all blown in trail. You couldn't tell if you were jumping into a one-inch snow or two feet of snow. It was wild. And the wind was <laughs> wild. And then once you got down lower, that was the worst the worst part. Once we dropped out of the wind and the trail was super fast. It was perfect soft pack. You could run as fast as you want. You're fine. But then I just started sweating mm. like crazy. So yeah. now I have these waterproof pants and these super warm yeah. leggings and I'm sweating like crazy. And eventually I like felt like I couldn't move my legs that well because oh. it was just sweaty. Mm-hmm. It's hard in the winter. I, I mean, I think the best advice for winter clothing is just layer, do what works for you, and keep making changes because there's never going to be the perfect scenario. There's, it's never going to be super comfortable. Mm-hmm. Summer's easy, obviously, because you get hot, you shed a layer, and you're fine. Um, but winter is a different game, and everything. Yeah. People are comfortable in different things, and it's it's hard to, like, get it dialed in perfectly. Well, you, and you'll have it dialed for the first half of the mountain, but then the second half throws something else mm-hmm. at you. Yeah. And I'm the type who does not like changing what I'm wearing on the, if it's cold outside. Yeah. I won't stop if I have an extra layer in my pack. I won't stop and put that layer on because I'm already cold. Mm, Yeah, I've gotten a little bit better at, like, knowing when I need to, like, before I get too cold to either put something on or... But it's hard, too, because you... The second you overheat, it's uncomfortable because you know that, like, wind is going to come up or something and freeze you. So it's a hard balance for sure, but whatever. We make it work. I dress a little bit differently. Like, I just wore a puffy, and that way I can take that on and off, and then just had, like, a base fleece layer on the bottom and top. But my legs got a little bit cold. It's tough to avoid in those scenarios. Mm -hmm. With the wind and wearing some kind of shell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's dogs in the house, if you can't tell. Yeah, so sorry. (laughs) They're a little neurotic, and (laughs) they want to play. Um, yeah, just crazy winter weather here, but, so, maybe we should talk about, since we're pretending it's not winter today, (laughs) and going outside, our favorite, well, I'm curious what your favorite summer race has been in all of the land. In all of the land? Oh my gosh. All of the summers, what's been your favorite? So my favorite race ever. Favorite. Mm -hmm. Like, that's super tough. Okay, okay. How about your? I already know the answer to this. I think your favorite race, if we're judging it off of, uh, like the environment, like how fun the environment is. Okay. Well, yes. Number one, based off of environment, and uh, it's mountain marathon. I knew you were going to say that. Everybody knows. (laughs) It is the Super Bowl atmosphere of mountain races in Alaska. Everyone is just 
lit up for a full day. It's the coolest. You could basically see the whole course from the town where it starts. So there's thousands of spectators and you can watch the dust clouds coming down the mountain. And it's, it's a super fast race too. So you don't get bored watching the guys take hardly any time at all to do it. I think it's it's a 5K, right? It's basically three miles. Yeah. Three miles, 3,000 feet. Starting in town. Going, going up. up a mountain. Not truly to the summit. Going yeah. to the race turnaround, coming back down, and it's super rowdy. Most people are bloody at the bottom. <laughs> it's such a fast climb, such a fast descent. So the atmosphere is awesome. You can't really beat that. It's definitely not the hardest race. Is that, like, the race that got you, like, sucked in? That's actually one of the races that I said I'd never do, along with every other race that uh, I've right. ever Right, but then once you did it, were you like, I'm addicted? Maybe not to that race, but just mountain running as well. I don't know. I, I definitely, I can't remember really what races I had done before that, besides the climbathon. But I do remember I was, at that point, hooked into it. So it's a lottery process and it's kind of hard to get into the race. I got in my second year applying, which was super lucky. Females have an easier time Females, getting yeah, in, right? it's much okay. easier. Um, but there are still people who had applied for 10 years and never made it in. That's so so I was super lucky getting in my second and I, it was right after Travis and I got married and we're walking around Walmart just buying things for the house. Opened up my phone, had an email that said I made it in a Mount Marathon and I about lost it in the middle of the grocery store. I was so excited. And yeah, it's uh, pretty easy to stay in it once you get in it, but they've changed that since and making it a little bit harder. We weren't able to run this year because 2020. 2020, man. But I think second, and I don't know, I'm curious if you, how you feel about this one too. Second to Mount Marathon. Cirque Series Alaska is a really cool race as well, mm -hmm. but I think the rut was one yeah. of the coolest weekends. They do such a good job with that race. Yeah, I mean, the rut has always had, like, a special place in my heart just because I lived in Montana, and um, I feel like that was the first race I told Dan that I was like, that's the one, like, I didn't really care about any races, but that's the one race I wanted to do. Um, and so many people around me did it or went and watched. Um, and so, yeah. So that put, that one has a, like, special place in my heart. Um, but, I don't know. I mean, it's a sweet race. There's lots of people. It's cool. It's got a great atmosphere as mm -hmm. well. Yeah, and if you're curious about it, actually, Mike, what? I don't know what I <laughs> pronounce his last name. Um, he's the race director or co-director. I'm not really sure if anybody else helps, but they just um, he was just interviewed on the uphill athlete that I listened to, and it was just interesting um, listening to him in the race. He's a so doesn't he have the record for Max Vert in a day? I don't know. He has some crazy stats. He was talking about doing a race, uh, like, 600 miles across. I don't think it was a race. It was just, like, him and his buddy went out and did 600 miles across. They, I don't know if they started in Missoula and then went into Canada somewhere. Um, crazy. 
And yeah, so he's he's a super elite athlete, I think. Mm-hmm. I think he's considered elite. In my book, he is anyways. No, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he has the, the record for max vert. It's similar to the Alieska thing where you just lap the same uphill mm-hmm. as many times you can. And I can't remember the numbers. I'll try to remember that or get that info for next week. But it's oh, yeah. it's crazy. It's just unreal what these guys can put out mm-hmm. yeah. in a small amount of time in the same day. Yeah, it is cool. But it's also, like, going to a race like that, like the rut, it's cool just to do it. Like, that was one of the races that I was like, I just want to do it, and I didn't care, like, how well I did, or I just never even thought I would do it, or, like, yeah, or even sign up. And then, yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, That's another race that you have to be really intent on signing up for. Yeah, because it, well, now it gets... Full in about six minutes. Yeah. Yeah, so you have to be sitting at your computer beginning of January knowing that that you're you're doing the race. I think the 50K doesn't fill up quite as fast. Shocking. There's always (laughs) spots open for that one, but maybe not, I guess. I think it filled up pretty fast for 2020. Okay. But, again... It got canceled because of COVID. Yeah, I'm curious. I would think a race like that almost just has to do a blank slate. Otherwise, they're not going to get any. I mean. Right. Or maybe they'll just say it's the same roster. But you think people's schedule changes. And I don't know. That sentence doesn't make it sense. It is interesting it. what some of the races did because I was signed up for Broken Arrow in um, California. They are just pushing the whole roster over to 2021 because they didn't want to offer refunds. And so most of the races have already yeah. spent all the money and bought all the things and they, they don't, right. they can't really afford to do refunds. Um, yeah. So they'll just switch the roster over to the next year. That and knowing like that a lot of people a, won't, yeah. won't be able to, and they'll right. still get more entrance. Right. So they'll yeah. still be able to make some money, but. What a nightmare for those guys. And I know people are super upset about not getting their money back, but that's just the gamble you take with these races. They can get canceled for weather. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get a refund, and you know that, or any kind of disaster yeah. pandemic. I was surprised. I guess I didn't hear too many people complaining about it, but I'm there sure There are always the people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they have no idea what goes into putting a race on. Yeah, I can just imagine, like, either one, trying to get refunds back to people, mm-hmm. and two, like, eat, whatever way you do it, it's going to be difficult. Yeah. So, it's not easy. There's a lot that goes on to the into those races, and it is cool going to, like, I haven't been to a Mount Marathon, but it is cool seeing big races, because so many volunteers, I think... The volunteers are probably my favorite part, like, just random <laughs> groups of... Um, people out on the trails cheering people on who maybe don't even run like they're just inspired by the environment so that's super cool to me just to see my favorite was the rotten like the last oh that aid station wasn't i don't remember there being an aid station but there was like a four-wheeler and like three random people there and they were like super jazzed about life was that the the, there was a banana guy there was a banana, banana guy, guy somewhere, and he was yeah. just dressed as a banana, and he was pumping everybody up. Maybe. No. Wasn't he, like, hanging in a tree or something? That was towards the beginning. 
There was an aid station where there were people dressed up as animals and they were in a tree. Yes. <laughs> so it was wild. Yeah, it's just it was so such cool. a cool weekend. Mm-hmm. And then we, so we were super jazzed and we did the 28K. So the next day mm-hmm. it was 50K. And because of the atmosphere, we were all out there just going crazy cheering for these 50K guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you just kind of get sucked in. It's addicting. and Yeah. It's cool watching people torture themselves and pay to do it. For a t-shirt. Uh, yeah. What a blast. But they, they do a really good job. Like, they have... I think they... I wonder if they're going to do that. I know the guy who... um, they, they do free tattoos, and I know the guy who did <laughs> yeah. free tattoos actually passed away, but they must have found an, another guy. I think someone else did take his place, because they were offering them again. Okay. So, I know they do free tattoos. They have massage... But it's so busy that, like, you have to probably be in like first place to <laughs> I think you can get <laughs> time slots too but yeah. yeah I mean you go run this mountain race and then you get the it's the yeah. antler tattoo mm-hmm. yeah pretty fun cool environment mm-hmm. you know they do a ton of work to put races like that on so I, I can't even imagine yeah. three three day weekend events yeah so they do what a vertical challenge the 28k and then a 50k 50k and 11k on the same day so four races three days those people are saints (laughs) hopefully they go on vacation afterwards because that's yeah probably into the mountains to run like 800 miles that's (laughs) their stress really yeah oh anyways well yeah i didn't even ask you what your favorite one was i just oh i don't know i probably don't have a or a favorite trip, or a favorite mountain, at least of this summer. They're just all good. Mm, I don't Put know. I you. I mean, everybody knows at this point, if you've happened to listen, that I probably prefer climbing over the race environment, um, which maybe someday will change, but not right now. So, uh, yeah. Basically any climb that we did that was new this summer, just because I like the new, um, just new views and new terrain. Um, so, yeah, we did, did a few cool ones. The long days are always fun, but I do, the backpacking is, I love backpacking and I love spending the night and eating camp food. I don't know what it is about that. So probably <laughs> one of those. One of those trips that we did. But. Did you get to do that many this year? Not a whole lot. Maybe like, t- uh, at least three times, but not, yeah, not a huge chunk of them. We're backpacking, but. What's your favorite you... area? Because uh, you did quite a bit. Well, you do pretty much all you get. Well, no, we, I mean, I feel like we spent a decent amount of, t- well, lately, Towards Tenali, mm-hmm. both That's of true. us. Um, I like going to places that actually aren't in the Chugach because it's different. It's not as well known. Um, and you're not on a super packed trail to access what mm-hmm. you're trying to get to. Yeah. Um, so probably, I mean, there's probably like one or two areas that are more packed, but... Ram Valley is super cool, though the access to that just got shut down. But that's yeah. probably, like, one of the cooler areas, just because you um, 
kind of go up this small trail and then it opens up. It's not super populated. Um, and then there's just a big rock glacier that you go over and you just are in this huge valley of views, pretty views and mountains to climb. So, and it's cool to look around and be like, oh, I climbed that, I climbed that when they look really You climbed scary. a lot back in that area. <laughs> yeah, a lot back in that area. So that, I've never made it back past the... Mm, past like glacier mm -hmm. yeah i got to go cool. back there one time with you because you graciously <laughs> bring me on things that <laughs> i'm actually able to do oh goodness yeah i don't know there's so many areas someday we'll share more pictures but i feel like i can't pinpoint because they're all different views the one that we did with dan um towards like north of Sutton was really cool Oh, yeah. Um, that was amazing. The rock is way different than what we have here. More like grays and reds. Tones. Yeah. And just rant, like a place that maybe people go hunting, but not often climbing. So those are always cool areas because they're just not touched. Free and touched. Yeah. Um, so those areas are always, always really fun. Um, it's always cool to do areas, too, that are like, that are hard to get to because the reward is like oh mm. like nobody i mean yes people have been there but not as many people so that's always fun it's fun going out with you guys because we all know i train on the popular trails and actually like going where there are going to be other people just in case i die or something, something. going out with you guys and from getting out of the truck Climbing the mountain and coming back, you run into nobody. Yeah. Not a single soul. It's a little it's bit wild. spooky. I mean, it could be. It could be a little freaky, but it's not it's something neat. I'm used to, so it's really yeah. cool. And then there's also the opposite, too, of, like, you'll start on a populated trail and get off, and you... Mm -hmm. Like, Dan and I did a climb, and we are like, we made a bet. We are like, how many people do you think we're going to see on the main trail once we get back? Because we, like, started on this main trail and just... A really, really popular trail. Super populated. But then we did, like, the most miserable bushwhacking. It was awful. Yeah, like, so raspberry bushes and thorns and, like, steep, wet downhill. Terrible. Anyways... So we were like, how many people do you think we're going to see? And it was, I don't know if it was a Friday or Saturday, but got off. And I think it was maybe six miles back and we saw like a hundred people on the main trail, but we saw nobody beyond where them. we were beyond that. So that's always cool too. Cause you know, not many people go beyond, beyond the perfectly manicured. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the one that's on all trails and you can yeah. track yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not to make fun of that, but um, um, most of my trail, all of my trails are on all trails too. Yeah. But. <sighs> Anyways. So, alright. Well, that's enough jabbing on about cool things, but. Reminiscing about <laughs> the good old days. Oh, when it's not snowy. A few more weeks, maybe I'll be appreciating winter. We just have to adjust to the single mm -hmm. digits and wind. Mm -hmm. We'll be fine. We'll stop complaining. Someday. Yep. We'll get there. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm sure. All right. What's your... Okay. Because I feel as though challenge. I only half completed my challenge this year. Because I really... This year. 
it's been <laughs> a long week. It's felt like a year. Uh, this week, yes, I wanted to run it outside. And now that I know, um, my challenge for myself this week is to run a sub seven outside. That's exciting. That'll be fun. Working my way. What about you? That'll be good. Um, mine is just to work out more in general because the last two weeks have just, they've been good. Just, yeah, maybe getting the mileage up a little bit. We'll see. It's been a tough two weeks. Yeah. I'm also just trying not to burn myself out because I'm already doing more than I did last winter. So I'm just <laughs> trying to like take so it a little true. easier and not kill myself and like pay attention to when I don't feel good or whatever. So. And soon that vitamin D is going to be kicking in, right? I don't know. A couple months, whatever. I mean, I felt like good. I don't know. I love sleep. I could probably sleep like 10 hours every single day and be pretty content with that. It's I'm, it's a dangerous world. Last night was amazing. Fall back, <sighs> gain an hour to sleep. I could, Could yeah. we not do that every single night? Honestly. <laughs> That'd be great. It'd be so good. Although I do have to say I went to the grocery store today at like 7.30 thinking nobody would be there. And apparently everybody was already on their 8.30 o'clock time because... Not so frustrating. Oh, I was like, where did you guys come from? Not ready for people today. Should have told them to leave. Yeah, I tried. But <laughs> they didn't care. People. Jerks. I know. Rude. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Anyways, well... So work out more. You're doing your mile. I gotta do my sub seven mile outside, like a real winner. Like I, one of my goals for the whole winter is to spend more time outdoors. So I've got a big sure challenge coming nah, end of the month. We for can't a whole tell you. Month. Just getting out. I don't even know when. <laughs> I just figured it out yesterday, mm. and excited. Uh, I'll bring it up when the time comes. Okay. Well, good. I'm excited to hear what it is. Stay tuned for next week's. See how we do. See if I get out of a funk. Might stay here. You never know. You're not going to stay there. I'm not going to let you. And you have to make me run a sub seven outside. Can you just drive behind me and yell at me? I, yeah, <laughs> I can do that much. Perfect. We're gonna make it happen this week. This week, whole new week, whole new month. Whole We've new got this. human. <gasps> Before Thanksgiving. I don't know. I'm just excited for Thanksgiving. It's my favorite holiday. It's a great holiday. And, Dude. okay, wait, we should talk about this. Next week we're gonna talk about this because my favorite thing about the holiday since I've moved up here is climbing on like Thanksgiving Day or Christmas. So stay tuned for those chats because such a good tradition to put movement into your day. Makes you feel so good and it's fun. Okay. And you can eat whatever you want. Yeah, it just feels good. Yeah, it's great. So and then your nap is like actually it makes sense because you did something. You went out, you worked, your turkey your nap. nap. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned for that. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Toodles for now, friends. Thanks, friends.